listening to the Big Days Out podcast with me, your host, Joseph Carter. It's nice to have you here today. Um, I must admit, it's a bit weird because usually I do podcasts and I've got someone with me, um, but this is a podcast all by myself. This week. Uh, Steve Riley, who I recorded the last show with about Legoland, Windsor, is um, a bit ill and also he hasn't been to Warwick Castle. So I went to Warwick Castle by myself anyway. So it would be it would have been basically just me talking and him listening, I suppose. Um, but Warwick Castle is an attraction owned by Merlin Entertainments or run by Merlin, uh, run rather by Merlin's Entertainments. Um, it's found in Warwick. If you couldn't work that out for yourself, in Warwickshire, in the heart of England, it's called. Um, essentially, it is the heart of England. It's right dead centre in the middle of England. I'm not talking about the UK. I'm talking about just England. So if you live in the southwest, probably talking about two, three hours drive. You're living in the southeast, two or three hours drive north, two or three hours drive. You know, it's not that um, stressful of a journey to get to. So that's one of the main, you know, positives about this trip. There's quite a few positives, one or two very small negatives actually. Overall, I thought it was a really good attraction. Um, <coughs> excuse me, that's a cough. I went on. A off-peak day. It was a Wednesday a couple of weeks ago. No school holidays were um, active at the time. I don't like to go anywhere on school holidays because of the amount of uh, people that you get milling around. I prefer to go to these sort of places when it's quieter anyway. Uh, That's just me. I don't have any kids to worry about, so uh, I can go as and when I please. Thank you very much. To get into Warwick Castle... You can go online, in fact I would suggest going online, um, and buying a day ticket. Now, a castle entry ticket will give you um, will give you access to everything inside of Warwick Castle. Castle grounds, uh, and the shows, and the attractions, apart from the castle dungeon. Now, the castle dungeon is um, a dungeon attraction, very long, very much... Uh, part of the same group that do the London Dungeon, York Dungeon, Edinburgh Dungeon, Blackpool Dungeon, blah, 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 Dungeon. There's dungeons all over the world now um, with San Francisco. And they all seem to follow the same sort of pattern. Um, that is one of the negatives, in fact, that if you have been to any other dungeon, there's quite a lot of the Castle Dungeon that is uh, exactly the same. That is a big problem with all of the dungeons, that they've gone through this branding now, where they all have the same shows, pretty much, using the same kind of scripts. And trust me, I know the scripts. I used to work in the London Dungeon. Um, there's so many similarities. Same music, same sound effects, 
and that's starting to get a bit tiring now for anybody like me who's a fan of uh, sort of scare attractions or horror and history attractions. Um, however, there are a few couple of uh, there are a few shows. Um, actually, I think there's two different shows that you w- that you wouldn't get in um, any of the other dungeons. Um, the Witches of Warwick is in fact the um, final show of the Castle Dungeon Tour, and it is by far the best show that I have seen in any dungeon in any um, uh, country, quite frankly. It is the best dungeon show out there. More on that later. So that's the dungeon. It's uh, a 45-minute, 40-minute history tour through the horrible aspects of uh, history. Horrible histories, I suppose. Not really suitable for young ones, but better for those who are maybe over the age of 10, I would say. Now, if you want to book your ticket in advance, like I say, £18.45p online. Um, it's a bit more expensive on the day. I think it's about £24 on the day. Um, so it's better off getting it online, of course, for an adult. For a child, um, it's a bit cheaper, of course. You're talking more around the cost of um, £16.20, so about £2 difference. <laughs> I know. Big, big discounts for kids, eh? Um, now... If you want to add a castle dungeon experience to your ticket, it will cost you an extra um, £9 if you are a Merlin pass holder, because obviously you get him for free. If you're a Merlin premium pass holder, you get him for free, and you also get to go to the castle dungeon. I think that's a bit of a rip-off, really, quite frankly. If we can have access... To, if I'm just a normal pass holder. I'm not a premium pass holder. I don't see why I should have to pay an extra £9 to go to a dungeon when all the other dungeons are included in my annual pass. Just uh, a little uh, bit of Merlin money-grabbing, which uh, does happen quite a lot, I'm afraid. Now, um, although if you are going on a normal ticket you'll probably expect to pay an extra £4 to go to the Castle Dungeon if you're paying you know, for the, the normal day ticket on the day or in advance. Hopefully that's included everything there in the way of tickets. Now, what is a Warwick Castle? Warwick Castle is a real castle with a few themed elements that have been added in by Merlin Entertainments. Now, the themed elements around the castle are sort of flags and um, uh, old weaponry which was used, people in costume... Um, some sort of exterior buildings that might not have been there um, some of the tents and the glamping tents which is glamorous camping tents more about that later um, these have all been added in they're not real of course they're fake these are themed um, items but they're themed so well and Merlin did such a brilliant job with it that it uh, seamlessly adds to the atmosphere that the real castle um, provides now you will experience according to their website uh, 1100 years of jaw dropping history magic myth and adventure um, it is a fun attraction as soon as you arrive you have a sense of grandeur you drive up this sort of winding path um, the car parks there which quite frankly doesn't seem to have enough spaces if you ask me I think they do need a few more spaces you walk up a winding path once you're out the car to a courtyard now this courtyard is about 10 minutes walk from the car park so if you don't like walking you might want to um, uh, maybe get a bus that drops you off at the front entrance or park in Warwick itself and there's another little entrance that you can just go straight from Warwick town centre 
into the castle grounds. So there's another trick for you there. Um, it's six pounds a day to, pi- uh, to park your car in the castle car park. Another thing that I hate is the fact that normal Merlin pass holders ha- still have to pay. So you enter the courtyard um, with music, theming. It's all very nice. You buy tickets there. There's a restaurant there as well. Um, there's toilets there. And there's a shop, of course. There's a shop. Now, you pass through the turnstiles and you have a wonderful view of the whole castle. You can see all around. You can see... Um, the towers, uh, the ramparts, all the uh, loopholes, everything. It's its really quite a beautiful sight. Um, there are attractions within the castle. The castle itself isn't just the attraction. Um, the castle attractions are as follows, and I'll give you a very short review of them. The Kingmaker is one of the most wonderfully themed and beautifully made um, walkthroughs I've ever I've ever experienced in my entire life. This wipes the whole of Madame Two Swords in London um, into the bin. Quite frankly, if that's even a saying, is that a saying? Wipes into the bin or knocks it out? Of the, what's knock out the park? I don't. I don't. Who gives a, a toss? The Kingmaker tells the story of Richard Neville, commonly known as Warwick the Kingmaker. He's preparing his army for battle. You take a journey at your own leisure, walking through um, this attraction. Uh, you take a journey through the preparations for war, and use and talking uh, using their gumph. They say experience the sights, sounds, and smells of medieval England. <laughs> it really, really is gorgeous. You can smell the smells of the past. You can see these wonderfully carved wax figures. There must be hundreds of them throughout this attraction. Um, in in real rooms that are old-fashioned rooms with theming and music and lighting and beautiful costumes. It's absolutely wonderful. This was the standout for me. Not the Castle Dungeon, which I thought would be the standout for me. This was by far the standout. And there wasn't a single person in there. I was the only one walking through it was me versus about 200 waxworks. I was a little bit scared about the waxworks coming to life and abusing me. But I did get through it all. Um, this, by far, is a not-to-miss attraction. The Kingmaker is fantastic. Visit it. It really does put Madame Two Swords. Who wants to stand next to bloody um, Zoella from... That's from a stupid YouTube channel. What the hell were they playing at? What the hell was Madame Two Swords playing at? Getting her and her br- and her brother. Who's her brother anyway? I don't even know who she is. Really, I've only know the name Zoella from when I watched the Great British Bake Off comic release special. Um, towers and ramparts are, of course, another attraction at Warwick Castle. Explore the many towers and ramparts of Warwick Castle. By walking around them through very small doorways, up very, very tight spiral staircases, and uh, getting some beautiful views at the same time. It is worth a look. If you're a bigger guy like me, it is a bit of a squeeze, and uh, you will get knackered walking up spiral staircases. But once again, lovely. A Royal Weekend Party is another attraction. It's not an actual party. It uses waxworks, again, sound effects, um... 
and you can see what it's like with a Countess of Warwick and her royal guests sort of put on a lavish weekend party in uh, the original rooms. Uh, talking about the original rooms, the interiors of the walkthroughs um, are absolutely beautiful. They have kept all of the original items, I believe. I don't think they've put anything new in, but there's tons and tons and tons of uh, historical artifacts, paintings, the wallpaper, the ceilings, the floors, everything is absolutely gorgeous. It's like National Trust on acid. It is absolutely wonderful, and it's incredibly accessible. If you're not a clever person, if you're like me and you don't know a lot about history apart from... uh, the sort of horrible stuff because I obviously I worked at the dungeons. I have an interest in um, Jack the Ripper and uh, the plague, all that sort of stuff. But if you're if for the royal history and fanciful history and the day to day lives of people, um, doesn't interest me. <laughs> well, go and um, experience that. Well, that was a really bad way of ending that that speech. Um, Playgrounds and gardens. There's 64 acres of rolling landscaped gardens. They are beautiful. There's topiaries, peacocks. The peacock garden is brilliant. There's peacocks everywhere, real peacocks. I don't know why they hang out there. Maybe maybe they just know that the sign says peacock garden, so that's where they go because they're quite efficient and they follow signs. They hang around there making their noises and sniffing at the ground and walking up to tourists and then walking away from tourists sometimes they open up their back feathers and it uh, made me uh, cry now moving on the next Warwick Castle attraction that uh, is certainly worth a visit is the Time Tower I thought this was something to do with Time Team it's not at all. The Time Tower is a um, another walkthrough. It's all walkthrough. There's no rides here, just to let you know. Um, the Time t- Tower. <laughs> the Time Tower. Not the Time Team Tower or the Time Tower Team. The Time Tower is a multimedia um, projection kind of attraction. It's three rooms. All use video effects. There's no other effects apart from a bit of smoke. Um... When I say smoke, it's dry ice, really. It gives you the history of all the owners of the castle. You meet the ghosts. When I say ghosts, they're not ghostly. They're not scary in any way. They're just the characters uh, projected onto, onto different screens, talking about what happened at Warwick Castle. There's a lot of history to take in, but it's done in a very entertaining way uh, with some nice effects, nice video effects, nice projection effects. My favourite effect was in the second room, Actually, the third room as well. The second room had a recreation of Warwick Castle, uh, a miniature recreation, in the middle of the room. You stand around this um, model of Warwick Castle, and it's completely projected using digital mapping, um, which is something they use in Disney Dreams on the castle. Uh, They use it quite a lot at um, big events now, actually. Um, They've digitally mapped the castle... And whilst they're talking about the various battles, the fires, and uh, the history of it, you can see the castle crumble, and bits of the castle fall off, and bits of it catch on fire, and bits of it are being rebuilt. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous um, projection work. (laughs) Gorgeous projection work? I sound like such a prick. It's really good projection work. 
there we go. I'll get the word gorgeous out of there because that is so pretentious and completely unnecessary. Um, I'm not going to edit this out, by the way. I'll leave it all in because, quite frankly, um, I'm doing it by myself. I can't be bothered. The next room after that, you have all of the owners of Warwick Castle um, in portraits, uh, pictures on the wall in the gallery. And they all come to life, and they all and uh, one of the peoples comes. One of the peoples, one of the one of the people comes to life. I can't remember who he was. He didn't make that much of an impression on me, but he talks about all the other people in the paintings, and they come to life magically uh, in the painting. Uh, probably not as good as it sounds, but I thought it was good, and I was by myself once again. Uh, quite a sad human being, I suppose. Um now the final <laughs> the final attraction I'm making myself laugh if if not you I bet this is not what Warwick Castle were expecting if they ever listen to this um at least we can say the big days out podcast we do, I don't know final attraction in Warwick Castle that I will talk about today actually it's not the final but the final because I've got to talk about the shows next bloody hell the castle dungeon which is is the optional extra this attraction is as I mentioned the same as all the other dungeons it uses the same music lazy thank you very much Merlin Entertainments please just try giving a bit of individuality to all of the scripts and not using the same bloody script in every dungeon Um, this was quite a a, a well acted dungeon because quite frankly the quality of some of the actors in some of the dungeons can be appalling uh, and I was one of them, although I, I'd like to think that I was one of the better actors. Thank you very much. But the um, you've got the plague room where they talk about the plague. Woman pulls the bits out, does the whole bit behind the screen where she pretends to stab somebody, pulling him apart, and it's just a um, shadow effect with sound effects. I've seen that before. The Jester Show, seen that before. Torture Show, seen that before. Judge Show, seen that before. Come on, Merlin. Put something interesting in there that we haven't all seen before. Or at least use a different script. Now, the good thing about this dungeon is that it is set in an actual uh, castle. So the rooms are um, actual historical rooms that you're standing in. Uh, whilst uh, And quite dark and dingy with very claustrophobic feel about them. With tiny doorways, tiny stairways. That is the, that's wonderful. The quality of some of the actors was was brilliant. The um, torturer was the best torturer I've ever seen. And I've seen a hell of a lot of torture shows. And I've done a hell of a lot of torture shows. Absolutely fantastic um, Scottish guy. Sort of broad Scottish uh, actor. Fantastic. And he made a woman cry. Which is uh, good going. It's a lot darker than a lot of the uh, castle... A lot of the dungeon attractions, I must admit. This particular dungeon, the castle dungeon... Uh, I think this is due to not only the atmosphere by the fact that it is in a real castle I think this has got to do because it sort of sits alone it's kind of like the naughty stepson of all the other dungeons I don't think it's so interfered with by management maybe who knows but it's got a kind of spirit about it where it is a little bit darker and there's a lot more improvisation going on with the actors. 
I really, really like that, by the way. It's just a shame the scripts are the same as the other dungeons. Quite a lot of the scripts are. Let's put it that way. I could probably do most of the shows in the Castle Dungeon based on what I used to do at the London Dungeon. And that's not really... um, That's not really great for somebody that uh, might visit more than one dungeon in, uh, in, in a lifetime. Merlin Entertainments, please take notice of this. The final attraction in the castle dungeon uh, the final show is the witches of warwick now this is absolutely fantastic it was worth the money um completely worth the money you're brought into a circular room there's a table in the middle of the room an actress brings you into the room and tells you about the story of mole Bloxham, who was accused um, of being a witch in the 1700s. The lights go out, things on the table move, you have a revelation about witch, and all of a sudden, everything goes completely dark. There's music, there's sound effects, there's speaking effects, there's other effects that I won't go into because it'll ruin it for you. But there's so there's, it really is a complete assault on the senses, and then finally, there is a reveal uh, at the end that genuinely scared the living daylights out of me. It works along the same kind of lines as the Jack the Ripper show in the London Dungeon, in the Ten Bells Pub, if you've ever been to the London Dungeon. But it uses so many other effects at the same time, and it's more edgy much 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 more edgy than the London Dungeon um, and the fact that the characters can come so close to you um, and the way that you're seated means every single person is completely exposed to the effects and the characters that appear in this show brilliant brilliant Oscar winning performances from the actress uh, uh, involved uh, I won't mention any more than one actress because it will ruin it for you but it's so fantastic that I walked out with a a raging smile (laughs) I did, I walked out with such a big smile, I cried my heart out, I um, set fire to someone's picnic basket and um, I tweeted at uh, the castle that this was the best horror show that I've ever been to. And I worked at the London Tombs as well, and that's an out-and-out scare attraction. That is downright intense horror, but even that was... uh, You know, that didn't scare me compared to this Warwick Witch show. So go and see the Castle Dungeon. Go and see the Witches of Warwick. Go to the uh, Kingmaker attraction, the Time Tower... It's all worth it. There's two other shows, which were the archery show. There was a rather smug gentleman who sounded a bit like David Bowie talking about arrows. It's not that entertaining. You see a few arrows get shot across the lake, and um, he is very smug. They also have the best show that I saw that day was the um, falconry show. You get to see lots of different types of birds of prey flying around the castle. It's a gorgeous setting uh, to see huge eagles flying from ramparts and towers um, landing on a northern hand. There 
is, however, a downside to this um, falconry show. It goes on for far too long. It needn't be 25 minutes. It's about 25 minutes, I would say. It should be about 10 minutes. Um, however much I adore nature, and I do love nature, I'm a big cat lover, I find it boring to have someone talk about birds for 25 minutes. I'm very sorry. Um, shorten it down. Put on more shows during the day. That way, he gets paid the same. He does the same amount of work. No one loses out. And also, you get more shows in. More people, more turnover. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I would like you to go to um, Warwick Castle attraction one day soon. If you've been before, go again. If you went yesterday, go again. I'm going to go again. Maybe not this year, but certainly next year. And I'm going to go to that castle dungeon and I'm going to sit there in the Warwick Witch Show with another big raging smile on my face. If you want to go to Twitter, please do so. If you don't want to go to Twitter, and on, at Twitter, you can visit our Twitter page. You Twitter. Um, the Twitter page is at Big Days Out Pod. P O D. Or you can just look for Big Days Out Podcast in search. I'm sure you'll find it. Um, shout out to everyone who follows us there. Thanks very much, guys. Really appreciate that. Also, you can go to. Um, What's it called? Uh, iTunes. Leave a review. And you can also go to hell. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. It's been lovely. And once again, you'll now know why I shouldn't be allowed to do shows by myself. All the very best from me, Joseph Carter, comedian, actor, bus driver, and metaphysical gardener, and podcaster. Have a lovely day. Visit Warwick Castle, and coming up next on the Big Days Out podcast, we'll be talking about Weymouth Sea Life Centre and the Sea Life Centre and the um, Weymouth Eye, all owned by Merlin Entertainments again. I'm really getting good use out my Merlin Pass. There'll probably be an Alton Towers show as well coming up soon. All the very best. Have a lovely evening. Don't touch that. No, I can see you're about to touch it. Don't touch it. All the very best. Take care. Goodbye.